get ready to decree and declare. I want to say good morning to all of our covenant partners. Amen. I want to say good morning to all of our covenant partners. I want to say good morning to our SoundCloud listeners. We're getting ready to go before the Lord and decree and declare into our atmosphere. So at this time, I'm going to ask you just to kind of repeat after me from our declaration card. 2023, 2023. the year of living. In the completed work work of Jesus Christ, Christ. his redemption redemption and salvation salvation completed. completed. The powers of darkness darkness and the devil devil defeated. defeated. The Lord Jesus Christ, Christ. power Power to supply supply all of my needs needs established. established. In 2023, is completed, completed, defeated, defeated, and established established. in my life, in my my home, in my my church, church, and my children's lives. lives. Amen. Amen. We have one more. Amen. That we want to decree and declare this morning. And it's called, Bless the Lord out of your Bible. All right, just repeat after me, Psalms 103. And it says, repeat after me, bless the Lord, Lord, O my soul, soul, and all that is within me. me. Bless his holy name. Bless Bless the Lord, Lord, O my soul, soul, and forget not all his benefits. benefits, Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Who who healeth all thy diseases. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Who Who crowneth thee with loving kindness. And tender mercies. Who satisfies thy mouth. With good things. So that thy youth. Is renewed. Like the eagles. The Lord. Executed. Righteousness and judgment. For all. That are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. Hey, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. As we get ready this morning to go into the word of the Lord, and of course, we are celebrating every Sunday all the way up until Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday morning. We are in those 40 days, the 40-day stretch up until the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so up until that time, we should be on our own acknowledging the Lord as our Lord and Savior, our resurrection, our life. We are to be focusing on God's redeeming love through Jesus Christ, redeeming us from sin and death. We need to remember who we are in our place, that we are dust. And to dust we are going to return. But through Jesus Christ, we can receive eternal life. Amen? Amen. 
So let's focus all the way up until Easter Sunday. When we're in the church, when we're not in the church, let's focus on God's redeeming love through Jesus Christ, redeeming us from sin and death. Amen? Amen. And with that being said, I want to share a rhema word that the Lord gave me. And I'm asking you, Zion, this morning to, to wake up. Wake up. I need you to hear this word this morning. I, I have the message, but then the Lord, he spoke to me. I was in prayer, and he spoke to me, and he says, I want my people to be refreshed of where we are. Amen? And so this morning, if you're going to label your journal, if you're going to label SoundCloud, we're going to be talking about the two time zones. This is a rhema from the Lord. Amen? And I just want to share it with you. First, I want to go back over a prophetic word that the Lord gave, not only to the ministry, but he gave it to uh, the body of Christ. So we want to go back over a prophetic word that the Lord gave back in May, May 12, 2021. And it was on a Wednesday afternoon. And the Holy Spirit spoke and said, we're living in the days of salvation the days of the Holy Spirit, and the days leading up to the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so the Lord reminded me when he brought this back to me, he says, you're living in two time zones. There is a natural time zone, and there is a prophetic time zone. And we as the body of Christ we have to be mindful of them all. And I think it's just grand that the Lord would remind me of this, seeing that we are about to celebrate his death, burial, and resurrection. Because it's wrapped up in these two time zones. The first time zone that we deal with is the natural one, okay? It's the one where we're about to celebrate the life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But then we have the prophetic time zone where God has spoken to us. And how many of you know that the word of the Lord, it really doesn't get old? Okay. The Lord will send us a word of wisdom. He will send a word of knowledge. And those things will come to pass. They will come to pass. But when God gives a prophetic word or a rhema word, that word can go on and on and on and on for centuries and centuries. Wake up, Zion. Look at your neighbor. Say, wake up. Wake up. Say, 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 please wake up for this moment. Please wake up for this. And be stirred, and be stirred in, the in the spirit of your mind. Yes, we're about to celebrate. We're, we're about to enjoy Palm Sunday. We're about to enjoy Easter Sunday. But at the same time, we're living up under a prophetic word. So that means when the Lord said we're in the day of salvation, we're in the days of the Holy Spirit, and the days leading up to the return of Jesus Christ, what that means is, is that, well, praise the Lord. Thank you. What that means is, is that we're going to have to be mindful in the celebration from here on out where we are. Because I'm going to ask you something, because I had to think about it. I said, Lord, that's right. 
That's right. Isn't salvation still going on? I'm going to ask you again because you had to think about it. Is salvation still being offered? Is the Holy Spirit still being offered? Has Jesus come back yet? So that is a prophetic word that has not been fulfilled that we are up under. Do this over your head. Just take your right hand and say, I'm up under a natural zone and a prophetic zone. And I have to be mindful of both of them. Oh, it's, 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 it's right anyway. And you sitting there looking like, oh, what's she talking about? I'm talking about the word of God. Now. In these two time zones, the Lord said, you got two types of people. Amen. So let's look at them. Let's go to Proverbs 30. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Proverbs 30. So underneath the two time zones, the natural and the prophetic, there are two types of people. Okay? There are two generations of people. So Proverbs 30 and 12 says it like this. Actually, I want to go to the 11th verse. Proverbs 30 and 11. And it says, there is a generation that curseth their father and doth not bless their mother. Now listen to me. It says there's a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. I want you to see this now. <laughs> Woo, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. It says in the 13th verse, there's a generation. Oh, how lofty are their eyes and their eyelids are lifted up. There's a generation whose teeth are as swords and their jaw teeth as knives to divide the poor form from off the earth and the needy from among men. So this, this is a, a group of people that's literally in the earth. Literally living here. Now listen at this. They live here amongst us. Okay. And every day when we get up, Monday through Sunday, they are amongst us. Okay? And let me, let me just show you before we get further into the word of the Lord, because there is scripture. The Lord says there's a, listen at this. He says there's a generation that curseth their father and doth not bless their mother. And, and the Lord spoke to me. He says, yes, there are those that they, they curse um, uh, their father, they don't want to bless their mothers, but listen at this. There's a generation of those that are amongst us in this world that they curse their spiritual fathers and they don't want to bless their spiritual mothers. Mm. Their hearts are hardened toward the word of God. It, it, we got we to gotta be stirred sometimes. We got to be reminded sometimes of where we are and where we headed. All right. That's, that's that first group. Let's look at the second group. Go to Psalms 24. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, yes, Lord. 
And I'm, I, I, I laughed when the Lord allowed me to see that because, you know, most of the time in a home, they'll praise the father. But I like that. It says they curse their fathers, but they don't even want to bless their mom. They don't want to be a blessing. They, they don't want to uh, encourage them. They don't, they don't want to be good to them. They don't want to be nice to them. Come on, y'all. And the same thing is happening in the church. So we're going to see what Jesus had to say about it. Come on. So here's the next group. This is a prophetic word. Psalms 24, and I want to read verse 6. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It says, for by wise counsel, thou should make thy war, and in the multitude of counselors, there is what? Safety. Safety. Okay? The Bible says that there is a generation that seeks after God. Okay, so this morning, we, we got to make a decision. Which group do we want to be in? And then we have to make a decision before we go back out of that door. Are we going to spend all our time living in the natural zone? Come on, come on. Yes, I'm busy. I got to get ready for this. I got to go get the Easter eggs. I got to go get the Easter candy. Oh, I got this on my calendar. And we, 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 we don't work with our hearts on the fact that, wait a minute. Yes, I'm celebrating this, and I'm doing this, and I'm busy with this, and I have this on my calendar, and I have this to do and this to do, but at the same time, Lord, what time is it? Oh, this is the day of salvation. This is the day of the Holy Spirit. These are the days leading up to the return of Jesus Christ. Because they used to sing an old song, don't let him catch you with your work undone. Let me say this. Somebody would say, oh, I pray, I seek the Lord. But let, let's not let that day catch us unaware. We're so caught up in natural things. We're so caught up in worldly things. Not saying you can't do that. Come on now. Not saying you can't do that, but keep a level head. Jesus is going to return. And I'm in that day. Listen, I'm in the days leading up to the return of Jesus. Jesus is going to return. He promised us in the book of Acts. Huh? The angels told the disciples, why stand ye gazing up into the air when this same Jesus that has left is going to return? Let me show you. All right. Okay. 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 Because see, this age that we're living in will not always be. Oh, I know. You say, oh, she raining on my, my little parade. I'm so sorry. Just get your umbrella out. You're going to be all right. But we got to wake up because we're going to sleep. I said we're going to sleep. Everything that's happening around us, everything that's happening in the world, it is happening for a reason. It is because we're in the day of salvation. Jesus is still reaching out his hand to those that are lost and saying, get saved. We're in the day of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is still saying, because of the blood of Jesus, you can have me, the Spirit of God. 
But who's seeking after God? Come on, think about it. Who's really seeking after the Lord? We're living like we got forever. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We're living like we have forever. But yet every day, someone is transitioning over. Every day, somebody is leaving here. And it's not just old folk. I'm trying to get your attention. It's not just elderly people. Our young people are leaving here in droves without salvation, without the Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. I'm going to obey you, Lord. I'm going to obey you. So who's seeking after wise counsel? The people of God. It says we're going to seek after wise counseling so we can do warfare. What kind of warfare? Spiritual warfare. Mm. Most people don't even know how to pray. Most people don't know even how to bind the devil. Seriously. They don't, they don't even know where to start. But the Bible says when we seek after wise counseling, we learn these things. And then when we go back out here in this fallen world, we know how to what? Use it. Tell them, say, stop playing church. Say, stop playing church. Say, make up your mind. Say, be on one side or the other. You say, what are you talking about? Either you're with the group that's cursing your fathers and don't want to bless your mothers and you think you clean and already in your own eyes and you don't need no Jesus. You don't need no word. I want you to look at this. Go to Malachi chapter 4. Make a decision. I didn't say you couldn't celebrate. I said I came to wake us up. I came to wake us up, so while you celebrating, come on, you can have your mind on right. While you're out here living in this world, we need to be reminded of what time it is. That time has not changed. Let me show you what Jesus said. Go to Malachi chapter 4. Verse 5, and the, and the Lord said, he says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn, listen, look at this, and he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Okay, so here, here's the first coming of Elijah, Elijah the prophet. And, and the name Elijah means Jehovah is my God. I've made a decision that Jehovah is my God. And so the Lord tells the people, he tells the priest in the, in the Old Testament, he says, behold, before that dreadful day when I come to judge the world for their sins, the backslider, the lukewarm, the Christian playing church, the, the ones that their minds are off in uh, some other land somewhere and not staying focused on my word. 
Because you can do that. Nehemiah said when he was building the wall of the Lord, he had a Bible in one hand and a sword in the other. So, so you can do it. You, we can live in this earth. We can enjoy things and keep our minds on where we are. Keep our minds on what time it is. I'm going to say it again because Jesus is coming back. And for some, sooner than later. That's just to help you get in a hurry to tell somebody about Jesus. See, we sit here, oh, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does she mean for some sooner? It means we ought to be sharing the good news with somebody, not trying to make them get saved, but just opening our mouth and saying, hey, you know what? Jesus is real, and he's coming back here one day. The, the word of God is real. Are you saved? Do you know him as your personal savior? And some people, they'll tell you, well, I don't want to know it right now. But at least you've, said, you've shared it. Amen. Somebody say, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Let, somebody Let somebody know that God is real. So he tells them, he says, before that dreadful day, before the day of my wrath, before I come to judge the world, the sinners, the backsliders, and the lukewarm, because he's going to do it. He's going to do it. We got people living today in sin like it's nothing. They living like there is no God. And if you can't tell them what they want to hear, they go down the street and around the corner and find them a preacher that'll tell them what they want to hear. Because they don't want to hear truth. What is truth? Pilate asked Jesus, what is truth? And Jesus said, the word of God. So they don't want to hear truth. So they, they go from church to church, preacher to preacher, teacher to teacher. Come on now. Pastor to pastor. Uh-huh. Till somebody tell me what I want to hear. Jesus is real. So, so let's take a look at this. Go to Matthew, the 17th chapter, because the word of the Lord came to pass. He told him, he says, Elijah going to come, and he did. Watch this now. Matthew, the 17th chapter, verse 1. All right? Just, just hold with me. And it says, and after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them. And his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias, who is Elijah, talking with him. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Moses been gone. Wait, wait, wait. What? Elijah went up to heaven on a chariot of fire. What are you doing back here with Jesus? <laughs> what are you doing showing up on his transfiguration? See, the transfiguration was to lay down the cloak and let his glory show forth for one last time before he went to the cross. That he was God wrapped up in the flesh that he was and is God all by himself that eternity is real that spiritual matters are real everything to do with Jesus Christ is spiritual 
For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. It's not meat and drink. It's righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord. Stirring you up. Stirring us up. Stirring us up. Stirring us up. Stirring us up. Yes, Lord. What did he say? Moses and Elijah was talking with him. Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias. Well, they didn't come to stay. You see, Moses represented the law. Uh-huh. Elijah represented the day of the prophets. Amen. And they came to view Jesus Christ and talk with him before his death, burial, and resurrection. Somebody say the completed work. They came to acknowledge that all things were wrapped up in Jesus. The law, the prophets, everything was wrapped up in Jesus. And he was about to go to the cross and complete the work. He was about to shed his blood to complete everything that Moses had said about him. To, to complete everything that the prophets had said about him. Oh, y'all better hear me. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Oh, it's so much, it's so much sin in the world. It's so much sin in the world. It, 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 it's, it, it's almost mind-boggling. The stuff that's going on in our world. They, they say they have blown up. What they show us on TV is just a few of the food plants that have been blown up. You don't think it's strange that the foam acting up, the banks acting up, things are being blown up? It, 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 it's the war. It's Russia. It's Iran. It's Iraq. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Wake up, Zion. Where are you? Are you telling anybody about Jesus? Are you yourself living this? Are you playing too? And you don't went to sleep. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. How are we going to live? How are we going to live? How are we going to live? By the word of God. By the word of God, we're going to trust what he said. We're going to lean into what he told us, that he's well able to provide for his people. He's well able to shield us and protect us and take care of us. That's why he came. That's why he died. That's why he came. To give us a completed work to live in and up under. And that's why he give us prophetic words so we can live up under them. To be what? Protected. So we don't lose our mind. Somebody say, oh Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your prophetic word. I thank you for the Holy Bible. I, I, I thank you so I won't lose my mind. Because sin is running rampant. Everywhere. There's no place that you cannot go where sin is not running rampant. And that's why Jesus said, I left you in the earth to be salt and light. Not so you can mingle in and hide amongst the sinners. 
He says, I left you here to be different. And I'm not talking about running around with a nappy head, dreads, running down to the flow, looking crazy. That's not what I'm talking about. Because you are people of prayer. You are people of the name of Jesus Christ. You are people of the blood of Jesus. You are people of the scriptures. You are the people of Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. Make a difference. Be different. Not only in the church on Sunday morning, in your neighborhood, in your house, in your car, on your job, in your neighborhood. Come on. In your grocery store, wherever you go, be that Christian. Make a difference. Let your light shine. You say, what is my light? The fruit of the spirit, the gifts of the spirit. The Holy Ghost, the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. At all times, I am to be a Christian. At all times, I am to be a Christian. At all times, I am to be a Christian. People don't understand. They're living in sin, and it's showing. It's hurting them. It's hurting their seed. Because ain't nobody standing in the gap. Everybody's sinning. Uh Uh-huh. Stella's still getting her groove on. And her house going to hell and back. Uh-huh. The best man's still looking for who he's supposed to be marrying. It's sad. It's sad. They blowing up schools. They killing children. Children taking guns to school. Where are the parents? Out here getting their groove on. But we ready to put on a rally. But ain't nobody in the closet calling on Jesus. Putting the scriptures, decreeing and declaring the word of God. See, the root is, it's all a spirit. The root of it is, it's all a spirit that came in through sin. The root of it is, it's a spirit. But we got power. Somebody say, be a Christian, please. That just means work what you got. Work what you know. Work what you got. Work what you know. So the fifth verse says, while he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud, which said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were so afraid. Everybody wants to get around Jesus. Everybody wants to get around Jesus. Everybody wants to get around Jesus. But there is no getting around Jesus. You either see him now or you're going to see him later. But you're going to see him. We're not getting away with anything. We're either going to see him now. Sixth verse. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were so afraid. And Jesus came and touched them and said, arise and be not afraid. And when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save who? Jesus. Who? Jesus. Who? Jesus. 
You see, Elijah was and is a tool in the hand of God. Moses was and is a tool in the hand of the Lord. But when it's all said and done, God wants you to see Jesus. Moses came to deliver Jesus. Elijah came to deliver Jesus. So when it's all said and done, he said, I want you to see I want you to see Jesus because it's just Jesus only. Somebody say it's just Jesus only. I like what he said. I like what he said. He said, search the scriptures and in them you think you have eternal life and they speak of me. So you still got to get back to Jesus. They're having a good time now. Ooh, these people tickle me. I can't, the stuff they, they, they do, the stuff they do, the stuff they're doing, the stuff they say, and they have no regard for Jesus Christ. And they say, the Lord loves me. Look at this. Listen at this. Ninth verse. And as they came down from the mountain, Jesus charged them saying, tell the vision, tell the vision to no man until the son of man be risen again from the dead. And his disciples asked him saying, wait a minute. Why then did the scribes, uh, why then that say the scribes that Elias, who is Elijah, must come first, must first come. Now listen at this. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Elias, Elijah, truly shall first come and restore all things. But I say unto you that Elias, Elijah, is come already. Now let me show you something. Watch the time frame. Watch the time frame. He told him in Malachi, I'm going to send Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Then he gets in the New Testament. Jesus shows up on the scene and he tells them. The, the, see, the disciples knew the word. They knew the word. As a disciple of Christ, as a follower of Christ, we need to know the word. And so they said, wait a minute. I thought before this happens, before you, you know, set up your kingdom and all the Elias, Elijah had to come. And Jesus said, Elijah has already come. In one sense or another. Can I, can I show you something? We're going all the way. Because see, Elijah came then. He showed up on the Mount of Transfiguration. He showed up in the life of... Uh, 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 no, 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 no. No, no, no. Because I'm, I'm already in Revelation and I should not have done that. He showed up in the life of John the Baptist. He showed up in... But he also going to show up again in Revelation. And he's also showing up now in the church age. Many Elijahs. Because I've been, I've been praying, Lord, what is it about this Elijah coming? Elijah coming. Telling me, don't touch that anointing because this is the anointing of Elijah. What is it? And then first little breakthrough was, he says, Elijah means Jehovah is my God. Put him first. Put him first. But there's more to the story. Can we go on? Somebody say, Zion, wake up. He says, but I say unto you that Elijah has come already. And they knew him not. 
Or you in the church and you can't recognize the voice of Elijah? Can you recognize where we are? If the Holy Ghost saying Elijah is coming in here, uh-oh, then we, we somewhere we need to know about. Zion, wake up. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. But I say unto you that Elijah is come already, and they knew him not, but have done unto him whatsoever they listed. Likewise shall also the Son of Man suffer of them. Well, you remember what happened to John the Baptist, right? You, 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 you remember what happened. Go to the book of Mark. Come on, go with me. Come on, come on, come on. Go to Mark chapter 6. Just waking us up, that's all. Wake up, wake up. Mark chapter 6, verse 14. And King Herod heard of him, for his name was spread abroad. He's talking about Jesus right now. And he said that John the Baptist was risen from the dead, and therefore mighty works do show forth themselves in him. Others said that it is, that, that it is Elijah, and others said that it is a prophet or one of the prophets. But when Herod heard thereof, he said, it is John whom I beheaded. He is risen from the dead. For Herod himself has sent forth and laid hold upon John and bound him in prison for Heredia's sake, his brother's, Philip's wife, for he had married her. See, he didn't want his sin uncovered. And that's what's wrong with the world today. And that's why they killing the prophets or they want to kill them. This is why John lost his life, because he was not afraid to stand up and let King Herod know you married your brother's wife. He's still alive. She's not even divorced from him. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. For John has said unto Herod, it is not lawful for thee to have thy brother's wife. They were still married. The in-depth study said they were still married. They weren't even divorced. Therefore, Herodias, this is the woman, had a quarrel against him, against John the Baptist, and would have killed him, but she could not. She got so mad. See, that's how sinners do. Some of them get so mad because you tell them about their sin, they will kill you. That spirit is still in the earth today. But what's surprising me is we got saints of God who say they are Christians and disciples, yet we don't want to hear the word. Hey, yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord, yeah, Lord. What did, he, what did he say? What did he say? 20 verse. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a what? A just man. And a what? And a holy. And observed him. And when he heard him, he did many things and heard him gladly. Wait a minute. Look at your neighbor. Say, people know when you jest and you holy. You don't have to put a sign on your back. 
You don't have to wear long dresses. You don't have to have nappy hair. People know when you're holy. Herod the king, even though he was in his sin, he knew there was something about John. But the wife took the cake. She hated him. See, Herod didn't want him killed. He was pleased to stay in his sin and yet hear about Jesus. But she was like, no, I'm tired of this man's mouth. See, the prophetic voice is a mouth. A prophetic voice is a mouth. It is the vocal cord for the Lord to proclaim him, to proclaim him. Moses was a prophetic voice. Uh, Elijah was a prophetic voice. Elias was a prophetic voice for the Lord. King David was a prophet. He was a prophetic voice for the Lord. To do what? To declare Jesus. For the saving of the people. For the blessing of the people. For the keeping of the people. I got a message to preach. <laughs> it's all right. If you don't understand it, take a little nap and wake up. We'll let you know when it's time to go home. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Verse 21. Verse 21. And when a convenient day was come, that Herod on his birthday made a supper to his lords, high captains, and chiefest state of Galilee. And when the daughter of the said Herodias came in and danced, and pleased Herod and them that sat with him. Let me tell you something. Herod, listen at this. Look, look how I go. Look how I go. Oh, I came right. I came right. Herod was in love with his brother's wife. He was so in love till he brought her into his kingdom. Did, she didn't get a divorce, and he, met, he took her as his wife. So that made him an adulteress, a fornicator. But also, he liked her daughter. The spirit didn't stop. See, sin don't stop. It, go, it keeps rolling down. And it goes further and further into destruction and darkness. And, and, and Herodias knew he liked the daughter. That's how she set him up. Men, you better beware. While you running behind every dress tail. Because they will set you up. They will set you up for the kill. Oh, I'm preaching right this morning. And I won't take it back. I'm going home when I finish with the word. Then you can go back and buy your Easter eggs. Be careful. If they run behind this woman or this man, believe me, they're running behind other men and other women. It's a spirit. And it can't be dealt with unless they accept Jesus. Hey, hey. They just hoish. Everything looks good. And so you women who are looking for a good man, you're going to have to pray over these holy spirits. 
You men who are looking for a good woman, you got to pray over these holy spirits. Because the Bible say when you lay around like that, there's only one sin that gets connected to the body and you got to go back in the water. And that's sexual immorality. And once you have sex with that person that's not your wife or your husband, you actually take them on. You left with the residue of who they are. And that's why you be crazy. Oh, I don't know why I feel like, because you got Joe and Bill and Sarah and, and Lee and... The mailman, the milkman. Shine for me, Anna, shine for me. You got Patty and Sue, Deborah Lou. I'm going home. You ain't got to worry about me. Woo! I got that little chair sitting out there, but I'm going to preach the word. The Bible says that. It says only one sin is actually done with the body. And that's sexual immorality. But once you lay down with them, you leave with some of them. Oh, yes, you do. And as, as many as you lay down with, you leave with just that many. Until you repent, be baptized, denounce it in Jesus' name. So your mind... Wait a minute, wait a minute. So your soul can be free. See, I was with my husband 42 years. That's all I know. That's all I know. That's all I'm going to know. Because I ain't going to be crazy in my soul. Child, you done slept with Joe. You done slept with Marty. You done slept with Steve. You done slept with Billy Ray. Help me, Lord. I'm crazy. Ah! I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh! You full of all them people. He calling it up. No, I was with my husband for 42 years. Wasn't no mailman. Wasn't no milkman. I don't care how bad it was. I don't care what we didn't agree on. Wasn't no mailman, wasn't no milkman. Jody wasn't at the back door, front door, nor a crack window. That's all I knew was senior. And that's all I'm going to know. That's all I'm going to know till I leave him. Because they say once you've, now see y'all ain't want to hear this, but once you done tasted of the sweet wine, you don't forget. I'm going to go, I'm going to go. I said, I feel you. Go home, pastor. Go home, pastor. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. When I close my eyes, that's all I'm going to ever have known. That's it. I don't care to know anybody else. Keep your hands off of me. Rest in it, rest in it, Anna. You're going to rest in this. Yes, Lord, I hear you. He said, you're going to rest in it. You're going to rest in it. Yes, Lord. 
Yes, Lord. Verse 22. And when the daughter of the said Herodias came in and danced and pleased Herod and them that sat with him, the king said unto the damsel, ask of me whatsoever thou wilt, and I will give it thee. You see how you lose your mind? You see how you lose your mind over sexual immorality? And he swear unto her, he done lost his mind. Whatsoever thou shalt ask of me, I will give it thee, watch this, unto the half of my kingdom. <laughs> really? It was that good of a dance. <laughs> I mean, it must have had your emotions stirring, brother. You, every, every, you even need Viagra. I guess that's right. I don't even know if they see. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's rated R today. I'm sorry. I should have told y'all. Cover up the children's ears. If you're still a virgin, cover your eyes, your ears, and your heart. Because pastor is preaching. What kind of dance was that? You can have half my kingdom? The in-depth study said it was a lewd dance. That touched the imagination. Half the kingdom? That sister didn't want half the kingdom though. Her mama. Her mama had something else planned. So she whispered, be careful. You men, you single men, you better run. Because sometimes the mama be in on it too. Look at him, he laughing. I'm serious, babe, I'm trying to warn you this morning. You better be careful. Her mama whispered in her ear. She said, you don't want half the kingdom. You want the head of John the Baptist. People will set you up through somebody else. I said, people will set you up through somebody else. Oh, Lord, I thank you for the word this morning. I thank you for the prophetic word. I thank you. I thank you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 24 verse. And she went forth and said unto her mother, what shall I ask? <laughs> And she said, see, this is them unsaved mamas. These are street mamas out here. You got some street mamas out here. And they already training their daughters. Beware. You better run for your life. You better ask God to send you yours. Y'all ain't lit. I'm preaching a prophetic word. I'm warning you now. You better ask God for what's yours. She went to her sinful mama. And asked her, what shall I ask for? So you, that told you right there, she didn't want half the kingdom. For, hey, half the kingdom. <laughs> Ain't studying this foolish you talk. No, 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 no. No. She was instructed by her sinful mother. You better be careful, single men. Uh, Lord, help me. That's right. You better be careful, married men. Because their mama will instruct them to your downfall. Lord, I'm speaking your word. 
I'm speaking. You better ask God what's yours. You better ask God what's yours. And then when you get what's yours, you better hold on with everything in you. Every married couple in here, you better stop your foolishness. So you think somebody telling me your business, God telling me your business. I don't operate like that. I don't need nobody to call me. I talk to the Lord and whatever the Lord tell me, that's what I'm going to preach. And you're not going to stop me. You better stop your foolishness. The one that God has given you, that's the one. Sitting up talking about, I don't know if this the one, Lord, because this and this and this. Get at the altar and pray. Get at the altar and pray. Bind the devil in Jesus' name. Take authority over those spirits. That is the one. I won't be another husband. For what? So you can jump out the pan to the skillet to the. What's wrong with you? The one you got is the one. The one you got is the one. Problems don't make him or her not the one. I'm talking about to the married now. I'm talking about to you still looking. Because half of you looking in the wrong place anyway. You're wasting your life away. But that's your business. Just because you have problems in your marriage does not mean she's not the one or he's not the one. Amen. That doesn't mean that. Red to run. Run for what? Where you going, baby? Wait, who is it? Where you at? Show him to me. Let me see. Let me lay these holy eyes. Let me see. What the Lord did, he gave you as close as he to what you could handle. That's what he allowed. That's what he did. So the one you have, you better stay with the one. You better stay with the one. And those single men and single women, you better pray for the one God has for you. And see, all the time, what you want, God know what you need. N-E-E-D. N-E-E-D. He knows what you need. Shine, it's a shine, it's a shine, it's a shine. It's a shine, Anna. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. When I was 40 years old, I counted it up. I said, Lord, when I turned 40, I had already had all them children chilling. <laughs> all them hollering, chilling. I had been married for almost, ooh, 30-some years. And I'm looking around. Dang, man, they waiting till they 40, 50, 60. Who going to run behind them doggone children? Them bad children. <laughs> Who going to do all this? <laughs> Who going to do this? Who, who, who? There's a reason why a woman goes through menopause. God, I got to go home now. 
Menopause is a change in a woman's life. Let me say it like that. But there's a reason why the Lord allows you to have all your children going to get married. Come on, get, come on now. Come on, come on, come on. <clears throat> come on. There's a reason. And I'm going to say this too. Women, let me tell you something about you. You need to take care of yourself. There's a place in there when you're going through the change. Well, I have known women. I have known, I know for myself, I have known women who didn't go to the doctor, didn't take care of themselves, didn't have no medical doctor, and they lost their mind. Because there's a place in there when you're going through that change where your mind will try to snap. I don't need no doctor. I got Jesus. Well, Jesus said be wise. You need to go to a doctor. You need to be up on a physician. Hello. You need to be taking vitamins, supplements. Because there's a place in the way you will snap and you will lose your mind. You ain't up under no doctor, no kind of medication, nothing to help you come through this, what's called the change. Oh, it's real. I say it's real. Because I really started to go to my doctor and say, okay, now look, my husband is gone. You can have some of this stuff back. <laughs> I don't need to be taking all this stuff you're giving me. Ain't my man gone. <laughs> You got me on this stuff. But he said, no, ma'am. He said, you're going to stay on it because it helps your bones. It helps your tissues. He says, no, ma'am. He says, do you want to be uh, vibrant at 80? I said, yes, sir. He said, then you need to stay on it. See, we, 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 we living backwards. I don't need no doctor. You better get yourself up find you a good physician and get yourself there keep your apartments what what is a physician for pastor to keep up with you to help you know what's going on with you and men you need to get up as well because I, I already know what you're saying i'm so glad i'm a man men don't go through the change yes they do yes they do Yes, you do. You go through a change as well, where your body, your, the things in your body begin to deplete. You need to be under physician. Stop playing. Even Jesus told the devil, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Drink plenty of water, fruits and vegetables. I didn't come in here to be the health thing this morning, but anyway. Fruits and vegetables, drink plenty of water. Stop eating so much of McDonald's and Burger King. You better watch it. It's all right to have something every now and then to treat yourself. But my God, you eating that Burger King Monday through Sunday. Cholesterol sky high. Blood pressure up. Oh, I don't know why. Oh, Lord. Oh, I don't know what's wrong.
Ask me how I know about the mind thing. It starts glitching. It starts to glitch. And if you don't watch it, if you're not getting some help, it will. And before you know it, you're gone. Little things you used to do, you can't do. Little things you used to remember, you can't remember. Hey, my, 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 Hey, it's in the higher now. Yes, Lord. Let me hurry. But I mean what I say. Men and women. I'm not saying you got to be at the doctor's office because some people do that Monday through Friday. That's not what I'm saying. But you need a good physician. So every now and then, I think they call it, you can get a uh, yearly checkup. Um, just like women are supposed to go for, because thank you, Holy Ghost, you gave me the word, mammograms. You need to do that. Did you hear what? I, you need to do that. Men and women, you need to take care of yourselves. Yes, we saved. Yes, we sanctified. Yes, we Holy Ghost fear. But Jesus said, be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. You need to see about yourself. You need to care about yourself. Hello? You also need to pray your scriptures, your declarations on your healings before you get sick. And whatever you are prescribed, you need to take it. Take care of yourself. We're the body of Christ. We're the temple of the Holy Ghost. And you say you want to live long and prosper. Uh-huh. Amen. Mine is happy, healthy, wealthy. I am a Christian woman of color. And I am going to be happy, healthy, and wealthy. And, and I'm going to live for Jesus. But I can't declare his name and run for him, and I'm all broke down. Ain't no shame in your game. When something is seriously wrong, I am calling my medical physician. Take care of yourself, men and women, men and women. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, I didn't say you couldn't treat yourself, but my goodness, Monday through Sunday, and then back around again Monday through Sunday, how many treats do you need? I'm going to eat the whole chocolate cake. Really? Really? Twenty-four verse. And she went forth and said unto her mother, what shall I ask? And she said, the head of John the Baptist. And she came in straightway with haste unto the king and asked, saying, I will that thou give me by and by in a charger the head of John the Baptist. They murdered John, who was a prophet of the Lord, sent by God. And we know the message that John preached. Repent, 
for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Listen to me. Elijah is associated with turning the hearts of the children either back to their spiritual fathers or their spiritual mothers. John, Elijah, <clears throat> is equated with turning the hearts of the children back to spiritual fathers, spiritual mothers, preaching, prepare the way of the Lord, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Well, what does that mean? Repent, change your mind, change your thinking so that heaven can now rule over you. So you can now be submitted to the king's domain, kingdom, the king's domain. It's where Jesus Christ is king. It's where Jesus Christ is God. It's where Jesus Christ, as you submit to him, rules over your life. That's the message of Elijah. There's more. Can we go on? Oh, I'm going to let you out in time. I'm going to let you out in time. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm going to let you out in time. Go to Revelation 11. Thank you, Father. We're talking about the two time zones. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And get up and go walk. Do some exercises. Get up, get up, get up and move around. Do, 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 get you, if you can't do a whole lot, get you two of those little, um, long time ago, my, my daughter, Erin and uh, Bobby, they gave me the little handheld, what do they call Ralph? Hand, hand bells or weights, weights, weights. That's it. The hand weights. Get, get you some hand weights and you sitting there watching that TV just, you're on the phone. Get up and go to the park and just walk. Get some fresh air. Oh, Lord, I thank you. Huh? Yes, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. The Lord gave you your house, that body that you're in. Take care of it the best, the best way. Take care of it. Don't worship it. Don't set it up on a pedestal, but take care of it. You're only going to get one. You're only going to get one. You're only going to get one. Take care of it. Go to bed at night. Turn that TV off. Turn that phone off. Rest. Rest, shut it down, cut the lights off, turn the TV off, turn the phone off. Revelation chapter 11. We're still talking about Elijah, the voice of Elijah. We're talking about Elijah the prophet. We're talking about God's prophetic voices in the earth. We're still talking about the two time zones. The natural time zone is we're about to celebrate the life, death, and burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We're talking about the prophetic time zone. We're in the days of salvation. We're in the days of the Holy Spirit and the days leading up to the return of Jesus Christ. We're talking about the two generations. Uh-huh. And how the Lord said in the book of Malachi, 
that Elijah would come before the dreadful day of the Lord. That is the day of his wrath. So what we have to understand is Elijah came in the, you see, we was at the end of the Old Testament, Malachi. Elijah came in the New Testament. He came through John the Baptist. In the, John the Baptist came in the spirit of Elijah. Now in Revelation, I'm going to show you where Elijah himself comes back as one of the witnesses. And then the last one is going to be, but there are many voices now in the earth with the spirit of Elijah. Amen? So it's going on. And what is Elijah for? To turn the hearts of the children back to their spiritual parents. To bring them into a place to recognize who Jesus Christ is and prepare for the rule of Christ in their lives. That's, that's what he's for. That, that's what that spirit is for. All right, here we go. Now, this one is really my Lord. Revelation 11 and 1. And there were given me a reed like unto a rod. And the angel stood saying, rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. But the court, which is without the temple, leave it out and measure it not. For it is given unto the Gentiles, those are the unsaved, and the holy city shall they tread underfoot 40 and two months. Well, basically, you know how uh, Iraq, Iran, anybody that is not a Jew, um, how they're trying to invade Israel. You know about that, right? Okay. He says, and I will give, listen to this, and I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceeded out of their mouth and devoured their enemies. And if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. So, so when you get into the tribulation days and the church will be raptured, you do understand the only thing that's left now is the rapture of the church, the tribulation, and Jesus setting up his millennium kingdom. You, you do know that, right? That is it. The rapture of the church, the tribulation period, which we're supposed to be gone. We are not supposed to be here when that takes place. We're, we're, we're supposed to be living in such a way with our ears washed by the water of the word that we can hear the great trumpet when it sounds to catch us up. That's what we're waiting on. The trumpet to sound. Then after that, here comes the tribulation. Who's going to be in the tribulation? Every Christian that played church and was left behind. Every backslider. Every sinner. Oh, you, you hear me? And then you'll still be able to get saved, but then you have to give your own life for it. The blood will not be, uh-uh. You have to die yourself. No, thank you. That's why I worship Jesus. I could not have taken what Jesus took upon that cross. And to think I would be left behind to be back here with the Antichrist and you're going to be tortured. Then you really are. People are during that time. They really are going to be running for their lives, living in caves because the mark coming out, 666. You won't be able to buy or sell without the mark of the beast. No, I'm not going to be here. I refuse to be here. I am not going to be running, living in a cave, 
trying to steal food so I, just so I can eat. I'm not living like that. Let me explain it to you. As time go on, the world out here is going to become darker. Listen to me, it really is, and darker and darker. As time go on, every year we're seeing it. Every month, every minute, every second, we're seeing. We're seeing it. We're seeing it. It's happening right before our eyes. And it's going to get even darker and darker and darker and And we can't change the Bible. I'm amazed at these people who are trying to change the Bible. And they're saying, this is not going to happen. Oh, you Christians, that's all you want to talk about. It is going to happen. Matter of fact, you're so blinded by your sin, you can't see it's happening now. Enjoy what God has given you. Enjoy what God has given you. Eat it up, spin it. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. But that's how the church wait. We're waiting on the trumpet to blow. And then after that, the tribulation. Then Christ's going to set up his kingdom and then eternity. So you, you, you keep the word, you keep the prophetic word before you and in your heart. You keep it in your spirit and soul. And you keep where we are now, where we're every season, it changes. Every season changes. You keep that on your mind, but you keep the prophetic word of God on your mind as well. You don't let it slip. You don't let it slip. I don't care how much fun you're having. You don't let it slip. Yes. Let me go. Let me get up out of here. Let me do this one. Amen. 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 Yes, Lord. Verse 6, these have power to shed heaven, that it rain not in the days of their prophecies, and have power over waters to turn them to blood. Now, wait a minute. Let me see if you remember. Elijah had the power to shut up the heavens. Moses had the power to turn the water into blood. Remember? So these two witnesses are Elijah and Moses. Elijah and Moses. In the time of the tribulation, they're going to come back. And they're going to do these miracles. But listen at this. Listen at this. They're going to have power to shut up heaven, that it rain not in the days of their prophecy, and have power over waters to turn them to blood and to smite the earth with plagues as often as they will. And when they shall have finished their testimony, watch this, the beast, the antichrist, the devil, that ascended out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. Listen at this now. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Okay? He was crucified outside on the hill of Gagatha of Jerusalem. Amen? Watch this. And they of the people and kindreds and tongues and nations shall see their dead bodies three days and a half and shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them. Look how sinful the world has become. It's already sinful. People already want to kill you if you try to tell them truth. 
but they're going to be so happy that these two witnesses from God are gone. They say, we're not even going to give you a proper barrel. We just want you to lay there. We're glad you're gone. We're glad the mouth is shut up. Can we go on? Woo, verse 10. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them and make merry and shall send gifts one to another. What? That's sad, isn't it? That's sad when you don't want to hear truth. That's sad when you'd rather for truth to be silenced and dead. Think about it. You know what I'm saying, don't you? It's sad when we don't want to hear the word of God. It's sad when we want the word to be silenced. We get happy because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth. But here it is. And after three days and a half, the spirit of life from God entered into them. And they stood upon their feet and great fear fell upon them which saw them. And they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them, come up hither. And they ascended up to heaven in a cloud and their enemies beheld them. You're going to tell me that when my life is laid down and I'm gone, Jesus is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He sent back the spirit of life. It entered into their bodies. They stood up on their feet. Then he told them, come up hither. And he caught them up. That's the rapture. And he caught them. That's the rapture. Whether I'm in the grave or I'm alive. Whether I'm in the grave or I'm alive. The spirit of life from God going to enter back into the saints' bodies. And if I'm alive and remain, I'm going to be caught up to meet him. If I'm in the grave, hello, the spirit going to enter back and catch up. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. But you got so many people that are living on the outside of God's word. Billions and billions of people, they don't want to hear the voice of the prophets. They don't want to hear it. But yet God says in this ministry, Elijah. So you know what you're going to be getting. Trying to turn the heart back to spiritual fathers and spiritual mothers. Trying to get you to see the completed work of Jesus Christ. What he died for. He died so we could have eternal life. He died so we wouldn't go to hell. He died so we wouldn't be eternally separated from him. See, there are two types of death. Sin brings in natural death and spiritual death. You die naturally, but when you die spiritually, it means you are eternally separated from God. I don't want that. I don't want that. But so many people are living like that. So we, we, we're not living so people can see Jesus in us. You don't always have to preach it. Okay, so you shy. You don't want to say nothing. You can live it. You can at least live it where they can say, oh, it's something different. And I don't mean different about you because you dress crazy, looking crazy, talking crazy, acting unseemly. I'm talking about with a quiet, soft persona about you. Humble, loving, kind. 
And if I do warfare, it's going to be at the altar. Sometimes the altar is when I get back in my car and shut that door. Uh-huh. Sometimes my altar is when I get back home and I get in the prayer closet. Sometimes my altar is when I'm walking the floor at 3 in the morning. And I'm praying in tongues and I'm binding that devil and loosing the things of God. See, if it's going to be in the warfare, it's going to be done at the, at the prayer altar. Church, the spirit of Elijah is amongst us. Let us take heed. Let us take heed. Don't just come in here, oh, we had a great time. Okay, what did you learn? What are you going to put into practice when you get out that door? Is anybody going to be able to see that you went to church today? That you've been washed by the water of the word and you're different? And if you need a little help, you go to the Lord and say, Lord, I need you to help me with this. Because I need it rooted up out of me. God bless you.